0: proud home of your Los Angeles Dodgers.
1: Welcome to Off-Season Dodger Talk. Highball, let field is on its way and a grand slam home run. Hosted by your favorite Dodger insider for this offseason, David Vasse. To be a part of the show, call 866-987-2570. You're a true professional, brother. And subscribe and podcast us wherever you listen to shows. Now, here's David David Vasse. All right, Dodger Talk with you until 8 o'clock tonight here on AM570 LA Sports. Fresh from the sixth annual Justin Turner Golf Tournament out there at Sherwood Country Club in Westlake Village. Appreciate the clowns going a little bit long to give me some extra time to make it back so we could do this show. And we have got a great show for you. We will hear from Cody Bellinger, Justin Turner, Andre Ethier, And Adrian Gonzalez uh, between now and 8 o'clock. And we will take your phone calls at 866 987 2570. And yes, we did talk to some of the players about the lockout. I'll let you know what they had to say in about 10 minutes. Cody Bellinger talked about it. Justin Turner talked about it. But first, I want to start off by saying thank you to Justin and Courtney Turner for putting on another fantastic event out there at Sherwood Country Club. It is only getting bigger and better each and every year. It's supporting the Justin Turner Foundation. If you want to support what Justin and Courtney do, go to jtfoundation.com. It was a star-studded golf tournament out there at Sherwood Country Club, and I'll start with the biggest star, Joe Kelly, right? No. Joe Kelly was out there, Andre Ethier, Cody Bellinger, Corey Seager, Chris Taylor, Albert Pujols, Will Smith, Chase Utley. They were all out there today, and uh, Ethier, Taylor, Seager, and Bellinger were a foursome, Will Smith, Chase Sutley, Justin Turner, and Chris Harrison were a foursome. Joe Kelly and Jared Stoll were stiffed by Mookie Betts. I guess he didn't make it back from the program up there at Pebble Beach. He was supposed to be part of their foursome, and uh, he was uh, not there today, but uh, obviously Mookie put it on a show over the weekend up there at Pebble Beach. Uh, Albert Pujols and Scott Kazimer were in the same group. Sean Green and Nomar garcia Parra were part of the same foursome. Um, so it was a great event. And uh, I guess we have to start off the show with the man that does it with his great wife, Courtney Turner. Here was Justin Turner on everything he does, the foundation does, and Courtney does as well. I'm a
2: Los Angeles native and you know, growing up here, I think it's funny you don't actually meet a lot of people who are actually from L.A. So uh, I feel extremely fortunate to be in the position I'm in. I feel uh, extremely lucky to have gotten the opportunity uh, nine years ago to uh, to become a Dodger and really build this platform that, that I have today. And I feel like it's a responsibility for Court and I to give back to our great fans, give back to our community, and, and help lift people up. Yeah, I think obviously the most important thing is is reaching out and lifting up and impacting as many people as we can. But uh, for me, the second biggest thing, oh, there's your protege. There's the guy that carries your show every week.
1: I can't shake this guy. <laughs> the,
2: the second most important thing, though, is is helping you know guys realize their platform as well and that they can have a big impact. And it's been absolutely amazing uh, over the last couple years seeing you know Chris Taylor, Kenley Jansen, uh, Will Smith getting stuff going, Walker Bueller all starting foundations and really trying to uh, take advantage of the platform that they have and, and uh, you know I couldn't be happier for them.
1: As far as your off season goes because spring training hasn't started on schedule as of now, has anything changed with your off season? Does it feel like there's anything different looming over you guys? For me, it's a lot different, actually, because I've spent the last,
2: well, not all of them because I've been a free agent a couple of times, but usually when I'm a, under contract as a Dodger, I spend every day at Dodger Stadium training in the offseason. So uh, when the doors closed on December 1st, uh, I had to figure out something new and uh, figure out where to work out, figure out where to hit, figure out where to take round balls. So. Um, it kind of took me back to my minor league days when uh, it was it was a grind trying to figure out how I'm going to get everything done and get ready for the season.
1: Do you think preparation could be affected by you not being able to be there for other players that are coming back from injuries?
2: Uh, I think it depends on on how long we get for spring training. Obviously, I mentioned I prefer shorter spring training, but also it's a time for guys to make sure they're in shape and ready to go. So, um, you know, hopefully whatever we We settle on or figure out, you know, everyone's
1: in a good enough spot where, you know, we don't have to look at an increased number of injuries. And I guess this golf tournament is a great reminder that players like yourself do care about the community that they play in.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I'm, I'm from LA. I grew up here and I have so much to be thankful for and I just want to give back. And also, uh, if you look around, some of the guys rolling in who come out and support is is really amazing. You got uh, Andre Ethier, Scott Kazimer, Corey Seager standing right behind you. Will Smith will be out here today. Mookie Betts, Albert Pujols. Um, back to my Mets days, you know, David Wright, Josh Satin, Ike <laughs> Davis will be out here. So uh, that's what's Another thing that's really cool is just seeing the the support, guys flying in from all over the country uh, just to come out and and support the foundation. So um, we're we're very grateful for that.
1: A great day at the Justin Turner Golf Tournament supporting the JT Foundation. And like I mentioned, you can go to the website if you want to support and donate. Justin Turner's foundation. Justin, it's JT Foundation Foundation. Dot com. And today was the sixth annual golf tournament. And, you know, it was a, a. I know he really felt it to have all his teammates, or a lot of his teammates, I should say, show up and support a great cause. And they were great sports with all the fans there uh, that bought into and donated to the tournament, took pictures, signed autographs. It really was a great event. And I strongly encourage you, if you can find a foursome, and. Um, be out there it goes to a great cause and they do such a great job of uh helping so many in this city and uh them with their partnership with the dream center are definitely making a a difference so a great day out there and uh yeah joe kelly was out there he's a free agent technically he is throwing the baseball and uh you know i i said maybe we should be a package deal but It looks like the Dodgers and Joe Kelly were having some conversations before the lockout. We'll see where that goes after that. Corey Seager, yeah, he was out there. Um, No talk about him signing with the Rangers other than a few jokes made by Andre Ethier and Cody Bellinger that Seager would be picking up the tab on everything out there. So you'll hear from Ethier a little bit later in the show, but... When we continue here on Dodger Talk, we will hear from Cody Bellinger. There's been a lot of speculation and wondering how he's feeling, what he's doing to bounce back from an injury plague 2021. So we'll hear from Cody when we continue here on Dodger Talk right here on AM570 LA Sports.
0: This is Off-Season Dodger Talk. Call 866-987-2578. And now your host for Off-Season Dodger Talk, David
1: Bassett. Tomorrow, starting at 4, for the first time ever, listen to the EA Sports Madden Bowl Finals live in HD on the iHeartRadio app with the biggest prize pool in MCS history, whatever that is. $1 million. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Search EA Sports Madden NFL. This is Dodger Talk. David Vasse with you until... 8 o'clock tonight here on AM570 LA Sports. You can see Petros and Money tomorrow at 1 o'clock at Hollywood Park with their guy, well, Petros's guy, Mark Sanchez. He'll be a special guest out there. So go out there and see Petros and Sanchez and Matt over there at Hollywood Park. And uh, coming up a little bit later in the show in 15 minutes, you'll hear from Andre Ethier and Adrian Gonzalez. I was out at Sherwood Country Club today. For the sixth annual Justin Turner Foundation Golf Tournament, Justin and Courtney did a great job putting it on, and it all supports the JT Foundation. You can go to their website at jtfoundation.com. And actually, in the morning, while you know I was uh, reconnecting with some of these Dodger players, you know I'm a big Godfather fan, the movie uh, trilogy, and it was surreal to see Andy Garcia and Joe Montana. Walk in together to the Sherwood Country Club, as you have you ever seen godfather three joe montana 's uh character in that movie was called Joey Zaza and Andy Garcia when he burst onto the scene that was the movie bit his ear, and there he was, Joey Zaza and Andy Garcia back together again, so that was really cool and Joe montaigne. He had that restaurant out there in Burbank, Taste of Chicago. He's a big Chicago sports fan. Andy Garcia, I uh, I talked to him for a little bit. I said, uh, you know, I've seen you at Laker games. I know you're a big Laker fan. And he said, not only Laker fan, I'm a big Dodger fan too. I was like, wow, I, I didn't realize that. So uh, both down-to-earth guys that obviously are uh, definitely at the top of the uh, – Hollywood game as far as acting so a lot of class with those two guys 866-987-2570 is the phone number first time we got to see Cody Bellinger today since the end of last year that was great to see him and certainly in good shape and happy to be a proud papa he has a baby girl um, she can't be more than four months old so he's had a very interesting off season. not only Becoming a dad, but obviously trying to get his uh, right shoulder correct and, and when I say that, he had surgery during last off season, and now he has a full off season to get it strengthened. Remember in the first road trip of last year, he was trying to figure all that out with the shoulder, the hitting, and then he had a freak accident where he got stepped on, it cracked a bone in his uh, left leg, and that kind of set him back even further so He now has a healthy offseason to not only worry about baseball but about being a proud new dad girl, I guess is what they call it these days, thanks to Kobe Bryant. So here is Cody Bellinger out there at Sherwood Country Club for Justin Turner's golf tournament. Was it for the free swag or was it for the charity? Uh, It's it's to win the competition. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So there is competition out here.
0: I think so. I think the winner gets something. Um, but, no, it's a great event. It's a beautiful golf course, and I got a free 56-degree club.
1: <laughs>
0: Matt Black, so I'm winning. How's
1: your golf game?
0: My golf game's improved. I'm uh, breaking 90 consistently now. I say I'm high 80s. and Once I can figure out how to drive off the tee box, I'll be even better.
1: How has your offseason been to reset,
0: get the body right? Oh, my offseason's been amazing. Obviously, being a dad, I'm yeah. um, one all the time in the world. Um, but no, I want to get going. I'm ready. I'm I'm excited for the season. So, um, you know, hopefully things can get figured out so we can get going.
1: Do you feel like this is this off season's been what you needed as far as to get your shoulder right, every other part of your body right? Yeah, no,
0: I feel really good. I do. Uh, my shoulder's feeling better. Uh, I've just been, you know, doing the proper lifts to, to feel good, and um, I'm swinging the bat, and you know, I am seeing. I'm feeling pretty good about it. So. Uh, my body's feeling good, and my shoulder's feeling a lot, a lot better. I think being a dad puts a lot of things into perspective, um, so it's just been a beautiful offseason for me. and. Um trying to get the parent down, parent life down, and I think we're doing a pretty good job, so um, I'm, I've, it's been a really good off season.
1: Do you feel like uh, becoming a dad can help you in every other part of your life, just put things in perspective?
0: Put things in perspective, you know, uh, realize how selfish you really are as a person until you have a baby, you know, and you're like, oh man, this is, this is really the only thing that matters right now, and so uh, it's, it's been amazing and uh, couldn't be happier.
1: That might be the best shoulder workout, right? Holding hey, the baby. I'm <laughs> always, she's actually getting a little, she's getting too big already, man. But before when she was
0: a newborn, I had her in my right arm. A good scap workout every day. So yeah, extra workout with her. Uh,
1: it was great to see Cody Bellinger out there. And like I've been telling you over the course of the last few weeks, I've talked to people that have seen him work out and not just as far as getting his shoulders strong, but just the hitting and what he's trying to accomplish in that department. And, Everybody that has worked out with Cody Bellinger, seen him work out, seen him hit, definitely has been impressed and really optimistic that he's going to have a bounce back year. So, it was great to see Cody out there. He was in great spirits. His baby girl was out there as well. So, um, he, he's always, he always has a good way about him and uh, never feel like he has any uh any bad vibes he's always trying to be positive and he was part of a great uh, foursome it was great to see him and Corey Seager and Chris Taylor with Andre Ethier it was uh it was a fun foursome and trust me they were competitive they were competitive with the groups that were in front of them behind them and uh trash talking so um and by the way I did get under their skin a few times so um there should be no surprise about that we only didn't talk to Cody about um, what's going on with him during the offseason and just getting right for 2022. Obviously, like we talked to Justin Turner, the lockout is going on right now. The major league uh, owners have locked out the players, and Cody uh, is represented by Scott Boris, so I'm sure he's well-versed on what the players are fighting for. And here's what he had to say about the lockout and how much spring training they need.
0: It's uh, extremely unfortunate, um, but things have to get done, um, and we all know that. um, So, uh, you know, hopefully things can figure it out here, and uh, we can get going. Yeah, I mean, there's things in the system that need to be fixed, and that's what we're working towards. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, both sides can work together and see the big picture here and what's important, and that's getting the game going. And, um, yeah, you know, things have to get dialed in first before we can do that, and then uh, guys will be ready to go. Uh, you know, I've always thought that uh, personally, spring was a little too long. Um, so, uh, position player-wise, different than a pitcher, I would imagine. I don't know how the pitchers do it, especially from the East Coast, and it's cold outside. I'm sure you need a little more time to get acclimated to the to the outside weather. Personally, um, what was your question? How long do I need? Uh, I'd say a month, a little less than a month, but a month i don 't know personally,
1: you work out all year anyway, right, so yeah,
0: and then I mean, and like I said, in arizona we 're lucky to have a bunch of guys where you can face lives, you see bullpen you 're outside, you know what I mean, so like so there's a lot of people that aren't outside,, yeah. um, so I'm lucky to be outside and uh, a little different,
1: yeah, and what Cody is talking about is uh, there's players on the East coast that can't uh, train outside. Uh, They're buried in the snow out there on the East Coast. And uh, a lot of players that live in Arizona uh, can congregate and find each other and work out together. You know, I asked Will Smith this earlier um, at the golf tournament supporting the Justin Turner Foundation, and I said, you always hear about pitchers uh, having a hard time finding a catcher when – Things like this is going on during the pandemic, uh, during a lockout. But does a catcher have a hard time finding a pitcher? And he said, no, you know what? I've actually found a couple of pitchers uh, that I can catch. So uh, I always uh, thought that was interesting, how pitchers always say it's hard to find a catcher when uh, there's a lockout going on or uh, during the pandemic and the 60-game season and when there was an impasse Uh, between Major League Baseball and the Union about how many games to play, you know, you heard pitchers say, yeah, you know, I I found a college catcher to throw to. Uh, Blake Trinan said that out by uh, him in Washington that he found a high school kid down the block that would catch him, but you never hear about a catcher, and the challenge is for them to find a pitcher, but uh, Will Smith is in Nevada now in the Vegas area, so he said he found a few pitchers that he can catch, and look, are you going to ask me what did they say about the lockout? How long is the lockout going to be? All of them, to a man, told me they have no idea. They really don't. They're optimistic the season's going to start somewhere in the neighborhood of what opening day was scheduled to be, which was at the end of March. But none of these guys um, have an idea of when it's going to end. I would say the consensus was that The position players believe they only need four weeks to get ready for the season. I told Joe Kelly that, and he said, yeah, pitchers need a little bit longer. And Clayton Kershaw has always said that during every spring he's been at during his career uh, that the pitchers need spring training to be as long as it is uh, for their arms to get ready. And if it is only going to be a four-week spring training, All of a sudden, you're going to go back to that 60-game season, and you're going to see teams be extra cautious with their starting pitchers and not let them go more than uh, five innings to start the year, and maybe even less. Now, I know uh, this day and age, it seems to be five and dive no matter how well the starter is pitching because of analytics and going around uh, a lineup three different times no matter how well you're doing, but... Uh, I could see these starting pitchers and these front offices using a four-week spring training to shorten starts even more. So uh, I feel like that's the road we're going down right now because pitchers are scheduled to report on February 16th. That's not happening. Spring training is not starting on time. They needed a deal to happen before February 1st for spring training to start on time. And if you want the regular season to start on time, they have to have a deal in place, in my opinion, by the last week of February, which is only two weeks away. Now, the owners are having their meetings in Florida all together, and I guess the players union is supposed to get some sort of counterproposal from Major League Baseball between now and next week. I would say there should be a little bit more urgency, but the urgency doesn't happen until money is lost. And right now the owners aren't losing any money and the players aren't losing any money and they don't lose money during spring training. The players don't um, because their first paycheck comes on opening day once the regular season starts. So unfortunately, that seems to be when things get real serious when owners and players both are missing paychecks and the owners are missing gate revenue to go along with everything else. So I hope it doesn't come to that, but it seems like from the people I've spoken to, that's what's going to push this ball forward is when players and owners start to lose money. And the one thing I could tell you from all the players I talked to, current and former out there, this union is united. They are not going to break ranks. Now, that may change. You know, uh, the guys that were at the golf tournament don't represent the entire players union. But, you know, Max Scherzer told me this before the season ended and guys reinforced it today that they are together. Now, I will say this about the whole labor impasse between the owners and the players. The players' union had two of the best leaders that any sports union has ever had in Marvin Miller and Donald Fear to lead their union. All of a sudden now, you got Tony Clark, the last couple of CBAs, leading the players' union, and you have Rob Manfred leading the charge as the commissioner of baseball. Let's be honest. These two leaders have not done the sport any favors, and I would say the players are most vulnerable with their leader than they ever have been before. Um, And I guess I would include the last couple of CBA uh, collective bargaining agreements because the players have, you know, to put it bluntly, been steamrolled by the owners because you have a lawyer in Rob Manfred that does this for a living going up against a baseball player in Tony Clark. And he is really intelligent, but Does he really know how to negotiate against a guy that was trained to do this? Tony Clark was trained to play baseball and has great knowledge and grasp of uh, the issues. But when you're going up against a mismatch like this, how does how does this get resolved and hopefully gets resolved sooner rather than later? 866 987 2570 is the phone number. When we continue here on Dodger Talk, you will hear from Andre Ethier. Yes, I know, Andre again, but come on, everybody loves Andre Ethier, and he was entertaining and he was a part of a really good foursome out there today at the sixth annual Justin Turner Golf Tournament. And also last week, I had a chance to catch up with Adrian Gonzalez and. Didn't have time to share that conversation with you as well. So a lot more to get to, plus your phone calls at 866-987-2570. David Vasse with you until 8 o'clock right here on AM570 LA Sports. Lockout be damned. This is off-season Dodger Talk.
0: Here's David Vasse.
1: It is Super Week here in Los Angeles, getting ready for the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium, Rams versus Bengals. A lot of baseball players at the 6th Annual Justin Turner Foundation Golf Tournament had uh, some predictions. I know Justin himself told Jim Hill he's got the Rams winning on a late field goal which I guess is the trend in this uh, postseason in the NFL. I mean, uh, that divisional round, didn't all of those games end on the last play? Three of them with a field goal, so I guess he's going with a Rams field goal late to uh, win the Super Bowl. I personally think it's going to be a blowout. Uh, I think Rams blow out the Bengals. uh, The Rams' D-line is going to overwhelm that offensive line of the Bengals, and the Rams' offense is something the Bengals have not seen. And uh, I know they beat the Chiefs, but uh, the Chiefs were very arrogant with the way they were playing, and hopefully uh, Sean McVay can uh, find a script For the second half because his first half script has been pretty good, but when uh, things start to go off script, it's been a little challenging for McVay as we saw in the Niners game. So uh, I'm looking for the Rams players to make things easy for their coach and make him look good. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. Our next show is going to be Friday night at 7 o'clock, so uh, you don't want to miss that on the eve of Super Weekend. We'll have some Dodger baseball talk, and we'll have some uh, great guests for you as we have tonight. Already heard from Justin Turner and Cody Bellinger, Andre Ethier, came in from Arizona to support his former teammate. Andre obviously uh, setting uh, the example in a lot of different ways for guys like Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, and Corey Seager, Chris Taylor, including not only in the clubhouse and on the field with his competitive spirit, but also with the work he and his wife Maggie have done in Los Angeles and continue to do. To this day and uh Andre obviously was uh thrilled to be uh for the first time able to attend the Justin Turner Foundation Golf Tournament. Number one are you surprised that you were invited?
3: Uh yes because I'm friends with you somewhat so I think on that terms I'm surprised both of us are here um but no I'm excited to be here uh, unbelievable my first time back here in Westlake and obviously at Sherwood for this uh, tournament this is an unbelievable host for it and uh, you know appreciative uh, for all the you know invites that I got by Justin over the year he actually gave me a lot of crap because uh, he's invited me before and I've and I no showed him one year and I had a good excuse and then the previous year I just told him I was busy so this time I texted him. I was like, "Hey, Justin, am I going?" He goes, "Well, you didn't want to come the first couple of years. I didn't know you wanted to come now. So it was kind of more my hampering that I got invited back. But uh, big, big uh, foursome I'm in. I'm with uh, Belly and Seeger. Wow. Uh, so some big lefties in our foursome. Uh, even though I think Seeger's playing right-handed. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I don't know who our fourth is, but uh, it's gonna be a fun day. And uh, you know, I'm just glad to be back in LA. It's, yeah. it's great. It's great to be back. Um, see some type of normalcy going on." And then just be around the guys and uh, you know people who are out here to have a good time. to win. Oh, I know that's a good thing, right? I need to go. I need to grind it out on the on the on the. On the I've been working on a new grip. Um, I got some new clubs, but I didn't bring them out because I, I, I'm not up to that level yet. I'm bring my new clubs, so I'm, I'm still working my old clubs. But uh, I don't know uh, if Belly can bomb it the way he does, and and I can be handsy with my chips. I think we have a good chance. Uh, maybe maybe Seager's the putter, the putting guy we need for the scramble, but. Uh, you know, it's a fun day. Um, it's pretty It's pretty remarkable to see how far Justin's come in his, you know, philanthropy work, um, you know, from starting at uh, the Dream Center, just showing up and kind of just doing a, you know, de facto type thing to what it's grown and, and the presence he has in the L.A. community and, and what he does. And, uh, it's you know, it's pretty remarkable. And it's uh, something that shows, you know, it, it, a lot of it goes tongue-in-cheek, you know, because the Dodgers, Get you involved in some of the community outreach stuff, and it's almost you know a little bit of obligation, a little bit show up and do your time. But for Justin to keep carrying it on, on and off the field, I think it shows. Uh you know, where his heart and where his head really is. And, you know, he's a guy who grew up in L.A. and, you know, the greater L.A. area, and it means something for him to, to do this and, and be given back the way he does.
1: Isn't this, we talked about him setting an example for the rest of his teammates, but weren't you one of the guys that set the example for him to give back to the people I of Los Angeles?
3: I didn't give back. Th- they, I mean, he's pretty, he's pretty uh, special the way he does it, and um, I can honestly say it's something, you know, I... I have later on to take notes and realize like you know you you leave a mark when you play and stuff like that and fans remember you but this is obviously another mark that you can leave is um you know some of the stuff you set up and give back and um you know it's it's adding on top of the already great career he's had as a as a Dodger and stuff he's given back by this um you know philanthropy work he's doing and setting up a foundation that uh you know is going to last for years to come and not just be a um you know kind of a fly by night type thing
1: all right but before i'm done here i'll let these other people talk to you you said you're in a foursome with seeger are you making him right in the trunk for signing with the rangers
3: oh yeah i should right or i'm gonna make him pick up the tab all day with that (laughs) for sure with that with i know he hasn't got paid yet but it's coming so um he can pick up any tab i have i'm actually going there's in the in the pro shop right now and tell him everything's on him so uh yeah that's gonna be a good time but i mean you know how unbelievable is it to be you know, and Belly and Seagers are great. You know, these guys were young rookies when I was at the end of my career and to see, you know, all the success and the stuff they have. And um, that's what makes baseball sports, you know, what what we do when to get to be around so great is, you know, the camaraderie, the that brotherhood never leaves. Um,
1: or fatherhood in your case. fatherhood, <laughs> yes, or fatherhood. That,
3: that never leaves when you get a chance to be around, you know, your teammates. And, uh, you know, sometimes guys make – Bad choices to go to Texas, but um, I can understand the commas that were involved in that um, to go. So, uh, you know, big congrats to him. And, you know, I know uh, it's going to be a fun day with everyone, and uh,
1: I look forward to running up that tab. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did. You know, I was uh, with Ethier, um, Taylor, Seeger, and Bellinger for two holes two or three holes maybe a little bit longer um, and uh, it was fun it was great to be around those guys it honestly the dynamic hadn't changed because let's face it Corey Seager hasn't been with his uh, new team the Texas Rangers from what I understand Seager uh, signed his contract officially 45 minutes before the lockout started so you know, he really hasn't had that much contact with the rest of the Rangers organization outside of negotiating that contract. And, you know, um, it, it was uh, it was a normal dynamic. And nobody of that foursome, when I was around them, uh, did they ever bring up uh, him signing with the Rangers. Because, look, that's just part of the deal when you're a free agent. And like Andre Ethier said, who spent his entire Major League career with one team, When you're offered that kind of money, that's hard to turn down. And whatever it was, $325 million that he was offered, from what I've been told, add another 75 to $80 million to that number, and it's valued at about $410 million because of the state taxes, the local taxes there. That contract is a lot larger than it would be here in Los Angeles. So. When you're trying to um, get your market value, I mean, forget about all the Chris Woodward talk. Uh, It had nothing to do with Chris Woodward. That's just icing on the cake. But when you're offered $325 million, I don't care who's managing at that point, especially considering the Rangers really don't have a history of success, especially recently. So um, it was about getting as much market value as you could and... The Dodgers couldn't compete with that, and luckily for the Dodgers, they have a great backup plan in Trey Turner. Trey Turner will be the Dodgers' starting shortstop this season, and a lot of teams losing a Corey Seager would not have that type of fallback plan. 866-987-2570 is the phone number. This is Dodger Talk. David Vasse with you until 8 o'clock. Just uh, came back from the 6th Annual Justin Turner Foundation Golf Tournament. A great day out there. Justin and Courtney did an awesome job like they have been over the last uh, previous five years. And it was a great way to start off the Super Bowl week. And last week, I had a chance to catch up with our old friend Adrian Gonzalez, who was out there with Magic Johnson at Dodger Stadium for a Dodgers Foundation press conference. And last Friday, we didn't have a chance to share that interview with you, and we all want to know if Adrian is going to pay off the bet that we made via Instagram That if the Raiders beat his Chargers on the final day of the regular season in the NFL, he would come in studio for a full hour and take your phone calls. So let's see whether or not Adrian is going to uh, do it or whether or not he's going to find an escape clause. All right. Well, this interview is going to be a lot more digestible because Adrian Gonzalez is wearing his mask. So please keep it on. I, w- I will definitely keep it on. I hope you c- you keep yours on. <laughs> Adrian, uh, a great day out here with renaming the Dodger RBI program to the Dodger Dream Team. Yeah, and no, that's important
4: to be here because you know the the LA Dodgers Foundation has done an amazing job throughout the years uh, to be a part of, to 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 be a part of the community, a part of the city of LA, and really help. Um, all the programs, all the community-based programs, and they continue to do that today with the announcement. It's an amazing uh, moment in, in, in the transition of continuing to do great things. And uh, this 2022 Dodgers Dream Team is, is another example of everything that they do. Um, and I'm just, I'm just honored to be a part of it. I've been a part of it in the past with certain programs that are, that that uh, we we we've, we've helped and been a part of, and then I continue to to look forward to,
1: to to continuing this partnership. Gonzo, you made such a big impact as a Dodger player. I mean, you've played for a few different teams, but the impact that you had here in Los Angeles still resonates. Uh, how important is it to you to still be included in the Dodger family? Uh, I mean, you know, the Dodger
4: family took me in with arms wide open from day one, and, and, and it's something that, you know, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for, and I just love being a part of it, and, and I continue to be a part of it. Uh, you know, the, the, the owners from the top down, from the owners down, everybody's uh, always been incredible to me. They've been, and for me, it's, it's just an honor to, to continue to be a part of it. And I'm looking forward to that.
1: Are you keeping tabs on what's going on in these labor negotiations? As a former player, how much do you take interest in what's going on?
4: I take interest. I mean, I take a look. I mean, you know, obviously, I know you, you can't believe everything you read. Um, a lot of, most of the things that are actually happening, nobody knows about. And, you know, the things that are out there are, you know, tidbits that, you know, they can get a hold of. So you, you don't really listen to to what is being put out there. But at the same time, I know that these negotiations are, are not moving as fast as, as, as us or the fans would want. Um, now that I'm a fan and not an actual player, yeah. you know, it's a, we, we, we want baseball. We want the sport to go on. But I understand both sides I understand what they're fighting for I've been a part of those negotiations and and I know what the players are, are, are fighting for and, and I know what the owners are fighting for and it's tough because you know somebody's got to give and, 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 and everybody wants the other to be the one to give so um, it's, it's not easy um, you know I, I, I think one of them one of them eventually has to decide that you know th- this is this is not you know what what, what we're gonna eventually gonna to do a holdout for a lockout for. Um, or, or they both have to meet in the middle, so it's not that easy. Hopefully, it gets resolved sooner, sooner rather than later.
1: We got the distraction of the Super Bowl. Your Chargers are not playing in it, just to let you know they're neither, not
4: in. Neither are your Raiders. Yes,
1: but I still won that bet. So that the game. Raiders beat the Chargers on the final day of the season. Um, can we expect you in studio anytime soon?
4: Absolutely, you can <laughs> expect me in studio. And I just want to remind you that the Chargers <laughs> killed the Raiders, and then the Raiders. <laughs> Barely beat no, no. the Chargers
1: in the biggest game of the season. Every game's important. Okay. Every game. if, if they would have won the first one, that game, that game wouldn't have mattered. Okay. This is see. This is the, the Gonzo logic. that You I like mean, just spin my head around, and I'm not buying it. So, so next <laughs> time you, you say that
4: a game in April is
1: important, you don't really mean it. Well, this game was important to me and Dodger fans because it means that you're going to answer their questions for an hour. I mean, I would I would <laughs>
4: gladly answer their questions for an hour anytime. So,
1: do you have a prediction for the Super Bowl?
4: Who that's, are you picking? That's a hard one. I, I mean, I, I like to see, I like to see Aaron Donald, you know, win the Super yeah. Bowl. I think, I think from from a, from a fan perspective, I really like, you know, everything that he did in the in the in the championship game. Um, but I guess you can never count on Joe Burrow. No, I mean, the, the guy's a winner. He's won, He won at LSU. He's, you know, he was out last year and he was winning until he, he was out. And you know, he's he's got something special with him. Um,
1: he's got that so. Jock Peterson swag.
4: He's he definitely got the swag, that's for sure. He's he he he's smoking the cigars like Jock, and uh, he just he's he's rocking a chain. It's, it's, although it's not pearls, but uh, um, no, he's he he he's a winner. So uh, you cannot you can never count him out. So uh, I, I would think that the Rams are going to win. They're the more more talented team, but and they're at home. But um, I guess you can never count count out the Bengals. If I had to make a prediction, I'd say the Rams the Rams will win. You know, by like ten points or something. But
1: okay, Gonzo, can't wait to see you in studio and. Awesome to have you here at Dodger Stadium for the Dodgers Dream Team and supporting all these kids. Thanks. Good to see you, too, as well. All right, yeah. There's uh, two of my guys, Andre Ethier and Adrian Gonzalez. Great to see Gonzo at Dodger Stadium last week. It was great to catch up with all of the guys out at Justin Turner's 6th Annual Golf tournament supporting the Justin Turner Foundation. 866 987 2570. Let's go on to the phones. Joe and Carpentaria, you're on Dodger Talk with David Vassay. Hi, Joe. Hey, Mr. Vassay, I was just wondering if you
4: could somehow simplify the sticking points of the negotiation and, in your opinion, who's going to have to give the most to make this happen? In a-
1: okay, I got what you were saying there, Joe. To make it simple, the owners uh, do do believe that the players have enough share of the revenue pie. The players want a bigger share of the revenue pie, and they also want to discourage um, small market teams and mid market teams from tanking and pocketing the revenue sharing that the large markets distribute to these lower market teams, and the players believe. Those small markets are not putting it back into the 25, 26, 40-man roster and are purposely just taking the money and run, as they say. So that's what the players are trying to discourage and accomplish during these negotiations. Let's go on to our man in Manny, Manny gardena You're on Dodger Talk. What's up, Manny? Hey, what's up, TV? You should have a city named after you, Manny. Manny in oh, Manny. Man. How about that? <laughs> there we go. It's all good. Hey, I want to give you a shout out. You especially for uh, shining the light on uh, our dude JT Red Turns Two. Uh, Gonzalez brought up a really good point. You know, I mean, this guy started off just uh, going to the children's hospital, and now he's raising you know thousands and possibly even millions of dollars in this cause. And uh, you know. Our, I just wanna let Angelinos know that that's what Dodgers do, man. They're just they're class acts in the community and guys like that man we We should really uh appreciate them while they're in our dodger blue and uh it's just a tribute to those guys to do that kind of stuff because uh you know gotta help out any any kind of charity you can, especially when it's uh kid kid related you know. So, yeah, and uh, our veterans, Justin and Courtney. Guys. Yeah, uh, and the veterans, they, that's right. They help out the veterans quite a bit. Thanks for the phone call, Manny. Appreciate it. 866-987-2570. Our next show is going to be Friday night. We have Clippers basketball Uh, Tomorrow night, we have uh, UCLA and the Clippers the rest of the week. So we will be back with you on Friday night. And uh, we'll get Adrian Gonzalez in studio next week or the week after. So uh, look forward to having him come in studio and take your phone calls. Want to say thanks to Andre Ethier, Adrian Gonzalez, Cody Bellinger, and Justin Turner for joining us tonight. In case you missed any of those interviews, you can find them on the iHeartRadio app. And thanks again to Justin and Courtney Turner for having us out there at the 6th Annual Justin Turner Foundation Golf Tournament. Great job by them. Great to see Big Brad Nelson out there, the best bartender and one of the best people you will ever meet. Great to see Dana Mundy out there. It's always great to see him because it reminds me of his son breaking all of Petros Papadakis' Records at high school football in Peninsula. So always great to see that as well. Thanks to Ronnie Fascio for his help. Like I mentioned, in case you missed any of those conversations, uh, you want to find them on the iHeartRadio app, and we will talk to you on Friday night at 7 o'clock. Enjoy the rest of the week. See you.